0: Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you're doing well. A thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Michael Tai. And of course, a thank you to all of our other wonderful patrons who allow us to do this and actually dream and discuss and preview a European final. Wow, Andy. But before that, obviously, thrilling upcoming match of the weekend against Venezia. Uh, I'm sure everybody has this one or has had this one circled on their calendar. Rightfully so. I mean, anytime you get an opportunity to watch... Uh, Not only Roma, but Venezia uh, in the flesh. You have to do it. So how much time do we spend talking about this? Notice how we didn't even, usually we will record immediately after um, a a league match. And and you could tell how uh, unbothered you and I were because after the uh, defeat to Fiorentina, I I really, as our uh, friends in the UK say, uh, we, we couldn't be arsed to discuss it. No. And uh, and to be honest,
1: a good indicator of how exciting a game is
0: is uh, when you when you take a step
1: back and you 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 leave and have a cup cup of coffee or watch the game and don't check your phone and then you check yes. your phone and our WhatsApp uh, patron group chat uh, usually has like 700 900 <laughs> exploding <laughs> messages for the yes. Fiorentina game I think uh, maybe we had like 100 in total um, it was um, it was not really a, a, a particularly exciting affair, let's put it that way.
0: No, I, I mean, ultimately, I think everyone agrees that the uh, the only talking point from that one is the refereeing. And we have discussed that ad nauseum on here. So uh, um, are we going to spend or do we need to spend 10 to 15 minutes talking about how Roma no. once again screwed over? <laughs> By uh, a referee, particularly one who just, I, 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 what do they say? Like if it's one or two times, it's a coincidence. But after that, you know, there seems to be something going on here. Um, I thought it was funny how uh, Mourinho after the match pointed out where our good friend uh, Luca Banti is from, from Livorno, which um, not too far from. Oscana. uh, yes, Yes, it's in. In Tuscany, not exactly too far from Firenze. Massimiliano
1: Allegri. Allegri, yes, yes. yes
0: that's, um, yep. I, I do have a bit of uh, sympathy for Livorno, not only because they, like Vicenza, have had 25 different indoctrinations of themselves in recent seasons. Um So I do, and I used
1: to have sympathy for uh, for Banti because
0: he reminded
1: me of uh, of an Italian version of Matthew McConaughey. But Mm. uh, (laughs) turns out he's not as cool. He's he's really not as cool. So
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. So uh, yeah, I mean, okay, Luca Banti, he totally broke balls. I uh, listen. If that penalty uh, that was conceded, if that is being missed, even with the VAR, then it's abundantly clear this has gone well beyond a a competency issue of these individual referees. Clearly, there is some sort of structural issue because, I'm sorry, um, I mean, go down the list of my family members that are aging in their uh, respective ailments. They would be able to spot that without issue, even without the VAR, and I, I guess I don't know what's more disturbing, the fact that we needed the VAR to use it or that even the fact we had the VAR, uh, it was still awarded. So i what can we say that hasn't already been said? No, I mean, it's uh, its
1: clearly, just to, to briefly sum it up for anybody who was eager for us to get into this this extremely exciting 2-0 uh, defeat against Fiorentina. Um, Fiorentina were... Much more on their game than, than Roma uh, Fiorentina were awake, Roma were asleep, um, so i don 't want to discredit the the quality of Fiorentina's play because they played really well but, but if you give mm. me that opening episode, if you give me uh, you know that that penalty
0: yeah, um, it's smooth sailing from there
1: yes yes exactly it's then the, the affair is over uh, because. One team is napping, the other one is not. But as soon as you, as soon as you give one team a chance and, and the other team, you just simply dis, disregard and, and uh, dismiss, um, then that's it. Game, set, match. I never had uh, in the season, or at least in the second half of the season, where we saw Roma you know, make comebacks and you always had this feeling of, oh, they can do it, they can get back. Um, they can get back in it and, and, and maybe get a result out of this out of this game. That oh, that in one, the initial. I never felt looked, that in that no, match. no no I, no I, no. Yeah, no. no, chance. It was done. The 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 as soon as that penalty takes place, it was done. It was uh, you had a team that knew exactly what they wanted from this game. The other team was clearly uh, unfocused. Um, but when you give when you when you hand an episode like that to a team on a silver platter um, and, and you put it against uh, the other team, then, then the, the game is, is done for. Right, uh, and right. that's, a, that's exactly what, what VAR was not meant to do. It wasn't meant to, you know, to fracture these games, to, to break them up. And then that's it because you have, uh, in essence, a game that is defined by that one episode um, that redirects, the, the 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 whole rest of the way um which
0: which was a lot because it happened in the early stages of the match yeah i i to be honest with you i wasn't really expecting anything from that match to begin with i i, I don't know what everybody else's expectations were but i was expecting the usual hallmarks and the usual uh, signs of last two to three match performance of the I'm sorry a performance that reflects you are in the final two to three league matches of the season and that I mean I could take that match and I could uh, uh, photocopy it from every single season of Roma in the final two weeks and, and it all looks the same um correct the players yeah, yeah. looked unbothered yep. and frankly after Thursday I you know mentally I can completely understand how, you know you just hosted and uh, just hosted a big premier biggerish premier league side you go to a big European yeah biggest final. night biggest night of of
1: the last few years certainly
0: so. right are are you going to get on the metro and you step into the Frankie, you see rubble falling from the side of the stadium you oh, come see on. rocco Comiso. <laughs> Oh man, speaking, John. it's speaking in tongues. It's not English, <laughs> it's not Italian. You see him speaking in tongues outside of the stadium. I'm sorry. I I, I just can't. I, I from a from a human standpoint. I, I... You're
1: ruthless, man. You're just, what, you're what just is ruthless.
0: He that our good, that, that video. Our good friend Cesare loves to tweet out uh, just fantastic videos of Comiso. The job at the jo- Bronx, jo- yeah. jo- but the Bronx. The job at the Bronx. Um and if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is like the one year anniversary. Do do you remember the fantastic press conference that he gave at the end of last season? Out of nowhere. Out ad of... hoc, yeah. <laughs> Just
1: like the most random thing. He woke up he's handing on a Thursday out, morning. He's
0: handing out. He's handing he had out like, <laughs> Just Castellino Rosso. I, I mean, and it was fantastic. like a live
1: stream on Facebook, on Twitter, and he <laughs> went on for like an hour and
0: 20. <laughs> like
1: it was supposed to be about Fiorentina not being able to build their own stadium. And then he's he holding just up articles from
0: Gazzetta dello Sport about why he just, he's
1: getting tired of being insulted. Yes. He just went after everybody and everything. It, 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 he started in Italian, he continued in English and then it just it just exploded into a million other unrecognizable languages and dialects.
0: It, it it's fantastic. He never fails to deliver anytime he's in front of a microphone. So uh, listen, I'm not going to be bothered about uh, a, a two to zero at the Franque in a match where clearly Roma we're not going to be bothered by it. Um you know, with the way the league table is At this point, I guess the ultimate uh, talking point comes down to, okay, so where do Roma fall ultimately in this? Because if you look, and I guess the part that more so bothers me is that we're really having this discussion because really the only difference between Europa League and Conference League at this point is prize money, and it's minuscule, okay? So I, I don't know. Maybe after the dream roller coaster we've had this season, uh, the prospect of being in the conference league again doesn't exactly bother me. But, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's fantastic stuff. But if you look at the table right now, so uh, top four already decided fifth, Lazio at 62, sixth, Roma 59, Fiorentina 59, Atalanta 59. I, I know there's supposed to be some sort of. Like deep, insightful talking points in this. But again, if we want to talk about not being bothered, I really can't be bothered. I really, I, I, I. Plus, but but I listen,
1: plus, I, I think, I think that's, that perfect. There's a perfect, uh, I think those standings do justice to the team's, uh, to the team's overall season. I mean, if mm, you think about yeah. the campaign that, that Lazio have had, that, that Atalanta, Atalanta, the team that was just in and out, boom, 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 juiced up. Out. Yes, every game the same energy. This year it's been constant fluctuation. It's been constantly up and down. Uh, same with same with last. Wonder why same that with is. Roma. It's interesting. Yeah. Fiore, Fiorentina before they won against Roma, they were they lost. Uh, I think three three straight games. Yeah, losing. To, games. Yeah, so, they so lost they against If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Out of all teams, so it's uh i listen w- i think the, in in the end, whatever the positioning of these teams is in, in in the standings I think it's I will not be there saying oh it's unfair that we're we're right below this team or you know that we ended up this or that because it's been it's been a roll for for the teams below fourth. And honestly, even for, for a team like Juve, um, it's been a roller coaster of a season. And I don't think there is a clear, you know, a clear favorite or no. a clear, you know, uh, a team that it has clearly done worse than the others. Everybody has been unpredictable. Everybody has had standout games and has had very, very low points during this season. So, um, it's. I think that's why we've gotten to this point where it's just conference league. Okay, fine. Europa League, fine too. Um, it's that's the way it goes. I think that's why because the Serie A. Yes, it's been unpredictable, but you also clearly, if you look at the standings, you can you clearly can tell sort of the the portion of the of the really good teams, and the the teams that are you know good and then everything below that it's uh it's pretty straightforward to be honest
0: yeah and frankly it is quite reflective of the entire Serie A this past season i i don't know where historically this Milan if they were to win which i do think they're going to i don't know where they would rank in terms of worst teams to win the scudetto but at least in my lifetime they have to be up there with at least in the top 2 or 3 worst I just, uh, it, it's astonishing to me that this Milan carried by, you know, uh, uh, the 69-year-old Ibrahimovic german you in attack, are going to hoist the Scudetto. And I guess more so, I'm just saying it out of bitterness, that Florenzi, the uh, Terzino più forte, più forte di Dani Alves, is <laughs> going <laughs> to lift the Scudetto with Milan. From um, his hospital bed, yes. Hey, he had a goal the other day. Did you know that? God damn it. Speaking of, <laughs> hold on, very quickly. Speaking of Più Forte di Dani Alves, did, if Salerno actually survives, which I do think they're going to do, I, I, that might mm. be Sabatini's biggest magic trick ever, by the way. And did you know that they haven't lost since their defeat against Roma? Roma were the wow. last ones to defeat them.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's I, because Nuno. Nuno it's
0: mind blowing. Nuno
1: Santos. Nuno Santos told them the magician. Nuno Santos told them you're going down to Serie B. <laughs> 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 Nuno Santos is really hitting hitting everything. He's uh, he's got a, an incredible batting average this season. It's I incredible. Mean, that, between yeah. the police in Norway, the coach in Norway, the being being uh, suspended for two weeks. Than being suspended for three ga- three match days by the UEFA. It's unbelievable what this man has done. He,
0: he literally is the kiss of death. I mean, if you see this guy approaching... Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking, because I, I, um, I still haven't booked my flight. By the way, we want to talk about this final. So uh, I'm sure everybody has read about how much of a cluster it has been trying but to wait, get But wait, don't tickets. we have
1: also Torino?
0: <laughs> yes, but uh, I mean, you want to talk yeah. about a match that I... I could well my it, level it, of care it, for that one is <laughs> lower than it would be against uh, Fiorentina because it, but it, it's going
1: to be against Steven Urich, the man who made life difficult in Totti's last game. Yeah, do you think yes. he's going to make life easy for us? Well, here's days the
0: th- away from a European final. But <laughs> here is the thing that that I, I guess I just more so struggle with: if Roma win the Conference League, which we are all. Pushing and hoping and praying that they will do. They're in the Europa League, yeah. So, I, I guess my my, my uh, I guess my mindset is more so. Okay, do we really just break balls and not even care about this one in Torino? Because again, if you want to talk about, I made fun of the Frankie. I mean, you want to talk about crap stadiums? Go look at Torinos. Uh, I mean, come on. A- and hey, at least the league was kind enough for those who missed it. They moved it, Andy. They moved it. By
1: two days. Wow.
0: First off, could you believe that it was even under consideration that Lega Serie A was going to have Roma, the only team remaining in Europe, play a league match on a Sunday evening when they have a European final that Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. And there was actually (laughs) pushback from them. There was pushback because everything – that's how you know when, by the way, because Roma are terrible at this – when they leak things, it's a it's a drip. They leak it to everybody at the same time. So when everybody started coming out with the oh, well, we don't think that Lega Santiago is going to push it back for us, it's because Roma were leaking it to everybody at the same time because they wanted <laughs> the pushback. And thank goodness it worked. It happened. But still, I but mean why did we even ridiculous. need that? Is the question. Well, why <laughs> yes. do we need that? Common sense. Uh, also common also sense.
1: It's, please. Also, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, yeah, sure, it adds. What two days, well not even two days to no rest. But fine. Whatever yeah. whatever. Uh but yeah, is it just the the sole idea that a team competing in the European final uh has to has to go and fight for a normal request to anticipate a worthless, meaningless match in Serie A is um I think that's that. That again encapsulates beautifully yeah. <laughs> the yes. the just slow evolution, if we can call it that, of this of this league. That is just it's it's. Uh, well, when so Mourinho sluggish. talks
0: of the system, so, this is what yeah. he means. Because uh, yeah. I can guarantee. Do you think Agnelli would even have to request that? No, it would have been done before he even had to start typing. On his oh, before laptop. the final
1: whistle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, before If, yes. if you were, yes. were doing that, before the final yes. whistle of that game, it was already the Gravina. Everybody would already be calling him saying, no, no, you're fine. Good to go, man.
0: No worries. Right, right. Yeah, and that's my complaint with it all. Um, and it's ridiculous that, that this was even, uh, even up for discussion. Uh, so, okay, Venezia, whatever. We, we don't care. Uh, what else do we need to talk about? Uh, Roma. I know this thing with the ownership stuff can kind of be confusing. So for those of you who don't know, I hate talking about this stuff because it's very dry and I don't know. Yes. I just think of myself in a back not so long ago like in university finding myself <laughs> yeah. in an accounting uh, in an accounting class and your eyes just glaze over. And it's as if somebody is speaking to you in yeah in but, German. but even
1: but even the but even the the, the cash injections made by the Friedkins and those announcements at the end of every single month are of you know, the debt. The debt is this much and and the investment is this much and uh, the cash injection is this much. It's and very blah, dry, blah. yes. Oh, I man. mean
0: there's no way to uh, uh there's no way to put makeup on this sort of stuff. So Let me just do the cliff notes version because I I find talking about this at length is pointless and painful for everybody. So, as you all know, Roma publicly traded club on the uh, Borsa Italiana, so the uh, Italian stock exchange. What that means for all intents and purposes is that every month they have to release these financial statements. Every quarter they need to release them. Every uh, semester they need to release them for the half year and the four year. So they basically need to disclose everything involving the club from uh, pretty much everything involving transfers, except the wages and commi- well commissions that do disclose, um, but wages they don't have to disclose. But as far as transfer fees, all of that stuff, because Roma are publicly traded, that and because they are offered on the Borsa Italiana, that is why they have to report all of these things. Now, what Dan Frekin is trying to do, and this has been part of their plan, i I think I wrote about this in 2019 when it when they first cropped up. They always, and their goal was to always, from day one, to delist and remove Roma from the Italian Stock Exchange. By doing that, they don't have to report all of these figures um, and disclose everything involving the club. Now, the great thing about that, obviously, is, I don't know, Manchester City, PSG and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they're publicly traded. I'm trying to think of all the big clubs and if any of them are publicly traded, mm-hmm. um, except Juve. Uh, Juve are publicly traded. Um, but they have some interesting financial techniques to dance around that because, uh, as many of you know, look at who their shirt sponsor is and then look at who uh, <laughs> their owners, <laughs> uh, the Agnelli family, look at uh, what, what uh, big corporation they own. But having said that, uh, this will basically—I I don't know—I'll uh, have to double check with with my uh, with our attorneys to make sure that I don't get sued for this. But it's a great way for them to potentially—is um, hide money, money the right way to say it? <laughs> it's basically the, <laughs> uh, a, a good way yes. to where you can invest a lot into the club. Yes, make no, it no, easier yeah. to uh, tap dance. Yes, it's an easier it, way to get um creative way they like pretty they much
1: they pretty much want to do what robert de niro and joe pesci did in casino yeah. that's pretty much what they want to
0: do. get your feet off the table um <laughs> uh you right-handed the left hand uh anyway
1: <laughs> and all with don mystery. rickles in the back in yeah. the background getting <laughs> yes. getting hit by a
0: phone with, yeah.
1: by by joe pesci <laughs>
0: So basically, this will allow them a way to get creative with their accounting, so to speak. Now, from like a media perspective, it sucks because now, I don't know, you'll have to rely on people leaking things more, which Tiago Pinto does not do at all, ever. So that sucks. But uh, for all intents and purposes, that is essentially why Dan Freakin, who currently owns, uh, well, today grew by how much? Let's see uh so he 88 80, no? yeah he's at like 80 uh he's right around 88 now so Dan Freakin, he originally acquired 87% of Roma he is trying to acquire the final 13% and Roma launched a initiative to convince uh, these minority shareholders which
1: Andy, for for anybody. Oh man, who... no man,
0: no more, no more shareholders meetings. Yeah, well, no. For, oh, yeah, uh, oh man,
1: you know, you re- for every. I yeah, used to yeah, translate
0: it's... those things, by the way. So, if, yeah, uh, good times. Yes. So again, because Roma are publicly traded, they have shareholder meetings, and as you know, uh, with a shareholder meeting, everybody gets a voice, which basically means Roma would publicize these shareholder meetings, where it was basically. The equivalent of your, uh, no, 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 watching yes. television with you in the same room and complaining about how things yes. used to be so much better 30 or 40 with, years with, ago. With,
1: with, with just Mau- Mauro Baldissoni sitting in the room having to listen to it. That's, that was the only difference. It was just these grown men crying about uh usually it was about palotta yeah why Roman why do we
0: have to talk to palotta over skype <laughs> why isn't he here <laughs> in front of us um it was yeah. basically old man ye- um, old man was... yells at uh cloud and roma would uh, publish and cloud is baldissoni yes yeah. and roma would publish the full transcript of these meetings and they are gold you can find them and even if you don't speak italian you, you just copy and paste and some yes. sort of translator and i'm sure you can get some sort of idea as to what and it's always the same ones like yeah. i
1: still remember there's one called uh, <laughs> yeah. uh
0: palma one is it called palma definitely it's Fa- and this Fabio guy-
1: Palma, yeah. <laughs> these guys it's unbelievable it's really it's a circus but it's a uh, it's i'll be very very devastated when the day comes that these meetings are not held anymore
0: yes and again these uh, i mean many of the minority shareholders i mean it, it can be anybody a supporter can hold shares of roma so it's not as if it's a bunch of rich people in a room yelling at each other it's basically guys who uh, you know they they again they're they're old man yellow cloud and they use uh, they used these uh, shareholder meetings as an opportunity to basically vent the same stuff that you would find on a message board it's it's basically like reddit or for those of you who don't know, Lazio.net, you can get a lot of entertainment from uh, from that website too. One of the best message boards for yes. all of the clubs, everything. And, yes, yeah. I mean it, it's just great stuff. But that's where uh, the ownership thing stands. Um, again, this was part of their plan from the beginning. It's going to happen. Um, Honestly, it's been happening. And after two days, uh, Friedkin has gone from, again, 87 to just under eight eighty-nine. So it's going a lot quicker than they anticipated because they originally told us they envisioned it could take longer than the entire summer. But obviously, at this rate, it's uh, going quicker than they originally envisioned. So what else? Um, can we talk about just very quickly before we go? Because you, as everybody knows, you are uh, trekking across Spain. And yes. just like... Roma manager Jose Mourinho, you find yourself with, uh, with an ankle blow. <laughs> but in your case, it wasn't Marash Kumbula coming no, into your wasn't. foot uh, during a training session. Although yes. I am curious to know if he did that as a way to send a message that, listen, man, we're playing a conference <laughs> final in my country. In Albania, yeah. Yes, I better be within the starting 11, even though we know he's probably not going to be. Um, he was sending the mister a little message ahead of the match. So that's nice of him. It has been nothing short of a cluster fuck. These tickets and organizing the organization of UEFA for this final has been nothing short of disastrous.
1: Unbelievable! I I,
0: like I cannot wrap my mind around how poorly organized this thing has been. I mean, this is like—my wife isn't listening. This is like, you know, when you realize yourself, oh shit, shit. It's our anniversary. It's the birthday (laughs) of your partner, whatever. Okay. And you hastily (laughs) put something together last minute. But you have to pull it off. But you have to play it off as if you didn't. Okay. Everybody has been there, all of us. No matter what age, you've been in that spot. That is basically what UEFA has done. So yeah. First off the consulate of uh the italian consulate in albania sends an email we're anticipating upwards of 50 to seventy-five thousand italians uh this is where you go if you need to be in contact with us blah 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 blah, blah. i don't know and uh, again we've been making fun of this stadium this competition uh, ironically for a little bit now but initially we were like oh you know never heard of this I have to be honest, I didn't learn until a couple of months ago that this stadium only seats 20,000 people. Yes. Which for a European final, okay, is criminal. Absolutely (laughs) criminal. And so
1: you don't have to feel like... uh, It's going to feel like, you know, that packed Crotone Stadium where people are watching off of the balconies (laughs) of the hospital. Yes. That's going to be pretty much... I mean, this is you know, it's borderline dangerous. It's to, extremely to, dangerous. To, that, yes. Also, just for for just for the city, I, I wonder how prepared they are. If they say, "Oh my God, we're going to have sixty to seventy thousand Italians, and then almost twenty thousand uh, fans from the Netherlands," I I don't know when they make these statements. I don't really feel secure that. Um, that they just sound alarmed, not really prepared. They, yes. they I don't know what they thought. This is a, a, a European final. The clubs that got there are, for the competition, at least in its opening stages,
0: among the favorites right. the bigger right. clubs. Right. right. There's no surprise. What were you thinking? I mean, yeah. it's just... Man. Well, it is... Listen, it is alarming because... Uh, UEFA, they totally, the situation with the tickets, they mishandled it poorly. Now, in this 20,000-seat stadium, okay, they have allotted for the media 120 um, places for the media for this one, okay? The deadline to apply was the 10th of May, so earlier this week, a few days ago. It was a... Just before the stroke of midnight on the 10th of May, that was their general deadline for applying. I applied weeks ago, uh, uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago, okay? And myself, uh, I've confirmed with Biafra, Austin, everybody, UEFA has not handed out these places or confirmed anybody within the media if they uh, were accepted to these places. Now... I'm sitting here. Okay. I'm not in Vicenza at the moment. So I'm sitting here watching these places for flights just rise and rise and rise. Same thing with uh hotel, Airbnb. Thank goodness, uh, Biafora had the wits about him to book this well in advance. So I may end up having to crash with him and Alstini, which <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I don't even know how to speak on that. but. This whole thing has been so mismanaged. It's just astonishing to me that, okay, I'm terrible at math, but 20,000-seated stadium of which uh, maybe uh, how many are going to be Italian? Five, six, seven, eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Well, uh, if I subtract that from the number at which even they gave at the low end of 50,000, that's still a lot of people. I am terrified, and I joked about this becoming uh, like the movie Taken. I am actually (laughs) believing this is going to be the case now. I have never been to Albania. Tirana, never been there. Haven't stepped foot in it. Now, the nice thing is the council. It is not too far from the stadium, so I – I don't know maybe I you just can, can hide yeah yes, you yeah maybe hide. I just stay uh, uh stay outside you can of watch with
1: the yeah yeah with the guard you can watch the match. I mean the, it's uh, astonishing to me
0: yeah uh, I, I I know nothing about Tirana, so I don't know how uh, popular of a city or how big of a city it is I just can't believe that UEFA this is supposed to be the uh, the, the the preeminent governing body of football, and they can't even put together a final where As you said, Andy, this has been – it's not as if we learned uh, the possible finalists of this just a few weeks ago. These teams have been the betting favorites. Uh, uh, You know, Feyenoord, they didn't drop from Champions League, right? They've been in this competition the entire time. So Mm -hmm. what is going on here? I just can't believe that this thing is going to happen in 12 days and you have – most of the journalists at Italian newspapers, they have not booked a hotel, they have not booked a flight, and they don't even know if they have a place in the uh, <laughs> media area of the stadium. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, again, watching these prices rise, and it just astonishes me, astonishes me that UEFA just, when you find them just so incompetent, they go above and beyond as to just... Disprove you that they can actually do a lot worse than you have uh, seen from them already. It's just astonishing to me that here we are, yep, two weeks, here we are. less than two <laughs> weeks from the final, and this is what the case is. Um, and then by the way, for them to say that the because uh, Fanord were very pissed off that their fans, I, I, I'm still waiting to hear from them because I asked for comment. I think only like a few thousand of their supporters are going to be within the stadium. I mean the fact in a twenty thousand foot, uh, twenty thousand seat of stadium that you're going to have under half of it filled by supporters.
1: Uh, yeah. no, no,
0: no, they're going to be non-supporters of either club. I mean, how stupid is that? It never. It's gonna, out, it's gonna. It's gonna feel insane. like you know.
1: It's gonna feel like one of those uh, summer friendlies where you remember watching between like Milan and Juve In like Qatar or somewhere <laughs> where they would just. Yeah, the local uh, fans, they're, they're, nobody they're else. The huh? isn't that something where they played? Monza, I, and
0: Milan, I, are playing. I know.
1: really don't, don't remember, but I just remember the atmosphere being absolutely so deflating, even for a summer friendly. It def- just the fact that you had no fans <laughs> from Italy attending the game, or very little, <laughs> is just... You know, and then next year, I believe they already scheduled the the final for next year to take place in Prague in a stadium that has less than forty thousand seats. So again, it's <laughs> it's not exactly lesson learned for for UEFA. It's no. uh, it's always no. it's always uh, just uh, something else, man.
0: It, it's <laughs> just it, it's just so incredible to me. It, it, it's just astonishing. It's 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 pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. All right, let's leave it there. We're not. Not going to do predictions or any sort of insight. It's Venezia; they're going down already. Thank goodness! I can't wait. Uh, it's once, been it's been a long season. Oh, uh, once Vincen- uh, once once secures safety in Sandia B, just uh, next season, we're going to be talking much more Sandia B on here. Unfortunately for everybody. Um, oh man. <laughs> All right, so you don't want to give like a grand insight into this, right? You have no big prediction for the Venezia match. Yeah, just, aren't you excited? Uh, um, I uh, I
1: I hope the the Venezia kit uh, looks nice as ever because mm. that's apparently what people now uh, take away from Venezia's uh, glorious season in Serie A. That was that's about as useful as it as it was the the, the, the kit Yeah, that well, everybody I, I laugh, seems to love. Be-
0: well. I Okay, I, I'm going to interrupt it one more time which is one more and, uh, uh, dig at them from a fellow uh, Venetian because I laugh because anytime they take those photos of the canals, I just I, – I, I really appreciate how the pho- uh, photographer is able to like uh, 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 Photoshop out all of the garbage and debris, uh, the – Um, All of the stone and the rubble falling from the bridges there. I mean, it astonishes uh, me. It's great. And the thousands of
1: tourists,
0: the sweaty tourists walking around. Oh, my gosh. And the... um, uh, I mean, Venezia is renowned for this. Those cruise cruise ships. I mean, they're nonstop in and out of this place. Yes. I mean, you just see... Destroying the city. (laughs) People... This ugly cruise ship with like rainbows and a dolphin painted on the side of it, a P- uh, uh, parking and the uh, uh, just parking, and then you see thousands of what's mostly boomers just funneling out in fanny packs and uh,
1: yes, boomers from Pittsburgh, from San Diego, <laughs> from New Orleans,
0: and the yes. th- and these um these cruises that they do, man, they cost like five uh, like five euro. It's astonishing to me how cheap they are.
1: I mean, uh, you know, if you if you had told me four years ago when you said, come on, do the podcast, we'd be talking cruise ships in Venezia. Um, I would have said yes much sooner. To this.
0: <laughs> well, uh, hey, you know, if you can make it to Venezia for under 10 euro, um, I think everybody takes it. OK, we're going to leave it there because we could ramble on about this for a lot longer. We will be back next week, at which point we can finally start processing that Rome are going to partake in a European final and wrap our minds around that, and hopefully not have it be the last time that I'm alive on planet Earth to talk about something so spectacular. So I am so looking forward to that. So we will be back after the weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Until next time, ciao. Ciao.